Boom. Is we in this John? We in this John, man. So let's go ahead and get right into it. And let me just say, man, I'm finna do this shit like act. Like, nigga, I'm playing the songs that's gonna get me in the mood. You feel me? So, what are you talking about? Quiero contarle, mi hermano, un pedacito de la historia negra, de la historia nuestra, caballero. Y dice así.
fucking. I heard they wildin' for it. We're the best in the land, boy. What's up, folk? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jacka Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect! Doogie Rally Run. How the fuck you live? Ba da ba 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 da 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 I ain't gonna lie to y'all niggas. When I mean to tell you, I feel tired. For what reason? I don't even know. I think it's just because I haven't ate anything all day, whatever the case may be, but just kind of feeling like I'm lacking a little bit of energy. Can't even sit here and cap to you. So what I will, what I will lie to you about is this being a short episode. I got hella topics today. But I don't think I'm gonna hit all of them because some of them I don't even really give a fuck about whatsoever uh what's today monday so it's crazy because i thought about doing this episode a couple days after i dropped episode 152 uh for everyone that that is joining in this is episode 153 of the wild and for respect podcast you know what i mean i'm fighting for you jack i'm fighting for you jack <laughs> already um but i was like nah i won't do that because let me see what's going on next week this and shit so i'll just wait see what all, what all is going on um so yeah, yeah, yeah. so i end up kind of just kind of stockpiling some some uh some shit but if i'm being honest some of it, some of it i don't even really care about too much or know too much about so i'll just tell you what those were uh, i was going to get into dylan dennis Leaking, apparently, allegedly, leaking videos of Logan Paul's fiance giving up the top. If you don't know who Dylan Dennis is, he is a fighter. Not sure if bro is a boxer or if he's just a mixed martial artist. Not really too sure where his fighting uh, career roots and stems from, but... He is a fighter. I'm sure you are aware of the name Logan Paul. Uh, they are set to have a uh, a fight in October, October 31st, maybe October 13th, something like that. And they just been going at it. And this dude Dillish has been really just going crazy on Logan Paul's girl. Uh, apparently, she's been in a lot of public relationships. This and that shit. Maybe she's a freak. Maybe she ain't. I don't know. But if you let him tell it, bitch, she a stone cold hoe. And uh, and when he dropped this video, I seen him. I seen him drop a video of her giving some top, and it just made me think, like, bro, this got to be like a little over the line. Like, is this not like revenge porn or anything like that? Like, how does how does that work? Does revenge porn only is that only considered or only classified between two parties that was dating? Like, it, 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 if I have a sex tape and I send it to somebody that I wasn't involved with and then they just get on the internet, blast this shit, 
is it not? Is that not revenge porn? Even though we don't know each other? Is that not like a an invasion of privacy? Or is it because you sent it to them or they found it? Do they now like own it or something? Like what's the laws behind that? You know what I'm saying? Like how does that work? So anyways, when I seen that shit, I really was just thinking like, bro, I feel you on trying to get the edge in the fight and getting in the nigga's head and trying to do pre-fight promotion. But this seems to be a little much. Like, even if the woman is a hoe, I don't know the woman. I can't even remember what her name is. But even if she is all this and that, man, at the end of the day, it's still a woman, bro. That's still a woman. And it's like, even though you're trying to get at her dude and whatever it is for y'all's fight, it's like, bro, you like, you maybe you can talk about her. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to like putting videos and shit out of her and this and stuff like that, like, it's like, bro, that just seems like it's crossing the line. Like, keep her out of it, man. Like, that, 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 that's not cool. That's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it entertaining? Of course. Is it going to make people want to watch the fight? 1,000%. So I totally get that. I totally get that on the other hand as well, too, of like, nigga, we finna, we finna run it up for this fight. Like, the promotion finna be crazy. Pay-per-view, whoever, like, we finna do us some numbers because I'm on your fucking head. I'm on your head top. You know what I mean? And uh, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, damn, bro, that's a little crazy. Uh, the other topic that I was going to get into was Diddy. Um, apparently, allegedly, re-signing his publishing rights to Bad Boy Artists. Um, maybe hoping to change how the industry treats the rest of the artists in the game and things of that nature. Uh, I, I've seen, uh, one artist in particular come out and say, that's kind of bullshit. Say, that's like, you stealing my girl from, he said, you giving me my publishing rights now, 20, 30 years later, that's like you taking my girl from me, getting her pregnant with two, three, four chaps, and then giving her back to me. You know what I'm saying? 10, 15 years later, like, damn, all right. Like, you gave me my woman back, but now I got kids that ain't mine and this and that shit. Like, for all that, my nigga, you should have just kept it. Because bro was saying for you to give me my publishing rights now, at this stage in the game, it's like, shit, bro. You done already used them up. They ain't worth it down. We way past whatever we way past now. Like, what we really doing? So I was like, all right, I kind of get that. I kind of get that, but I guess we'll see. Some people were saying that is Diddy really doing this out of the kindness of his heart? Is he doing this because he's trying to get some promotion for his album that's coming out uh, here soon? You know, apparently he got offered nine figures for some of these publishing rights, which that's crazy. I will say that no matter what them shit's worth, no matter what they worth, somebody came to Diddy with nine figures 
And bro said, I'm cool. Bro said, I'm cool on that. You know what I mean? So, who knows? Who knows? But, uh, all right, guys, hold up, because we already, I can already feel it. We already back. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's going to come right back. I know it's going to destroy everything I made. It's probably going to get you boys sent to But this game I play ain't no way uh. to fix it. It's inevitable. One time for my nigga. You know what I mean? Uh, damn, where the fuck was I at? Where was I at? Oh, yeah, I was talking about Diddy. But anyways, like I said, I don't know nothing about the music business like that. So who the fuck knows? Is it this? Is it that? Is he doing it out of the goodness of uh, of his heart? Is it nefarious? Is it all? Ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. Mark Curry, his uh, publishing might not be hitting no shit, but you know fucking Biggie's was, and you know goddamn... Mace probably and Lil Kim and whoever else like they're probably they're they're publishing probably worth a good little bit but here's a topic that I was going to get into earlier last week that maybe it's a good thing that I didn't because apparently the tables may may have turned now last week Maybe about 10 days ago, there was a woman that went viral because she was incredibly injured, grossly harmed by an emotional stunted man. This man allegedly asked for this woman's phone number, tried to get her socials, this and that shit, whatever the case may be. But the woman rejected him. How she rejected him, I don't know. If I had to guess from the alleged assault that took place, When she said no, she said, ugh, no, you are a dusty nigga. Why look at me and look at you? Why would you be, why, what, what the fuck in your right mind would make you walk up to me, a black woman? A black woman in 2023, what would make you walk up to me and try to interact in any manner? Ask for any conversation. Ask for any point of contact. Me, a black woman in 2023, look at me, look at you. What would make you do that, sir, when you look down at your feet and see you are wearing two for 89 filas? Have some fucking respect for yourself and better yet, have some respect for me. Uh, Sir, I did not want to do all this to you. Sir. I did not want to say all of this to you. 
Sir, it is 2023 and you have on capri shorts that are plaid. And you expect me to just say yes? Please take my number. Please take my Instagram. Please. You have to know in the bottom of my heart that I will be anticipating you reaching out. You got to know this. That's what you think I'm going to say to you? When you know that I know that you know you got on two for 89 felines with Capri shorts that are plaid in 2023, sir. You should be ashamed. And after she said all of that, the man was cut so deep, broken down so small, crumbles. Maybe the size of a mustard seed. Maybe the size of a grain of sand. He couldn't take it. He couldn't handle it. In front of others. His pride and ego was was incredibly shot. He molly whopped her upside the head with a damn brick. She she was talking to him like she Debo. So my nigga turned into Craig and went upside her head. Did it happen like that? I don't know. But I'm a 60-40. I have to go 60-40. Maybe it's biased because I'm a man and I don't want to believe that a nigga would take a brick to a woman's head just off of a simple rejection. Again, maybe I'm biased. Forgive me if I'm wrong. But I have to assume she really cut my nigga with a thousand of them things. And he just simply couldn't take it. Now, me personally, apparently this shit happened in Houston. But the way she was talking, I thought she might have been from New York. Maybe I ain't good at picking up on accents. Maybe she's a transplant. But I thought that the woman was in New York, which, again, please forgive me if I am wrong. It made me think that this shit was even more true because my perception of New York niggas 
they definitely going to take a break to a bitch head for saying no. Especially if she pointed out in front of everybody, not like everybody couldn't already see it. Not like everybody was already thinking it. But she pointed out that my man's is wearing two for 89 felines with plaid shorts. Capris. All Capri edition. It made it quite believable to me. Somebody took her upside the dome. I felt bad. Damn, this is where niggas at? Brick upside the dome? Insane. There's nothing. Even if she would have slapped him after she said all that. A brick to the head. I just didn't think that was that was necessary. There's nothing worth taking a brick to a woman's head. Maybe you could have slapped the shit out of her back. That would have been understandable. Would he have been wrong? Of course, because she still is a woman, but she wrong too for putting her hands on a man. Women got to stop doing that shit. I know that men are built differently these days and all this and that and blah, 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 blah. But God damn it, I don't think we hit that point in evolution yet that women are physically superior to men. No matter what the build is. I just don't think we hit that yet and, I, and they need to understand that. Y'all can't be out here just doing what y'all want to do because y'all feel like doing it when you plan on doing it to a man. Because that nigga really might hurt you. But even if she did slap the nigga, he could have cold cocked, slapped the shit out of her back, kept it moving. Bitch, you wildin'. No, my nigga took a brick to her head. The woman, the face was so bad. I'll be honest. This is when I realized what possibly sending dick pics to women feel like. A woman that I was dealing with at one point, on and off and shit like that. Well, during the period that we were off, she started fucking with some other nigga. She hits me up. We haven't talked in a while, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. We're catching up. She tells me that the nigga she was dealing with prior was low-key abusive. Not sure how many times he put his hands on her, but one time he really put his hands on her. She was telling me about it. Then she sent me pictures. It was bad. It was so bad that I actually got mad. I ain't tell it to her, but I really, I kind of, I well, actually, I did tell it to her when I seen her. Like, hey, this is how this shit, like, you can't just be doing that, bro. It was so bad that it made my, it just made my stomach crawl. And I thought to myself, damn, this must be what it look. this must be what how women feel when niggas just send unsolicited dick pics to them. Like, bro, what nobody trying to see that? Ain't nobody, won't nobody trying to see that. What nobody trying to see your little ugly ass dick? What nobody trying to see all that? Baby, I wasn't trying to see you with, 
eyes black as hell. Face low key swollen and shit like that. Ain't nobody ugh. Don't don't just spring that on me. I ain't asked to see that. You telling me about it was enough. I believe you. Don't just be sending me no shit like that without no trigger warning. What type of nigga you think I am? I don't want to see that shit. Especially on a woman that that I, that I fuck with. I don't want to see you in that light. That shit look crazy. What the fuck? It'd be different if you got into a car accident. But unfortunately, you got beat by a nigga. So it just kind of makes it like, I don't even know. But it's just one of those things where it's like, ugh, instead of like a, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you still got sympathy and shit like that, but it's just, it's ugly. It's ugly when you when you getting beat up by a nigga. It ain't ugly if you got into a car accident or some shit. Like, that's... Because you know how serious that was. You know how it ain't. But anyways, I digress. That's how shorty looked with the brick. Head toe the fuck up. Swole than a motherfucker. Shit looked wild. Baby got her a GoFundMe. Raised over $40,000 with the GoFundMe. And then apparently, somebody says something like this. Today on Ghetto News, man, I'm sorry to report, we may have gotten bamboozled, kerfluffled, hoodwinked. She didn't just pull the wool over her eyes, she pulled the whole damn sheep on our face. So we all know this lady, right? The brick lady, aka Ro Reacts. Now it seems like she has a history of doing this sort of thing. Basically in 2020, she actually, once again, played the victim to actually get GoFundMe donations. And I want y'all to listen to this. Years we've been scammed again. Rhoda Osman, the brick lady, appears to be a scammer that uses victimhood to create GoFundMe's. Her first incident was in 2020. Now that is interesting. She claimed she was assaulted by a dollar store security guard. And man, did the story get crazy. Man, this story got more twists and turns than a Jamaican street. Seems like we got Carly Russell again. She had... Now that was crazy. Y'all remember the Carly Russell story, right? I remember it. I remember seeing it on Twitter talking about finding a baby on the side of the street. A, a stroller or some shit. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, who they was talking about or what. Just said apparently somebody got kidnapped. And I remember looking at the picture or the video or some shit like that and thought to myself, that looks like a goddamn setup. I, I remember asking myself, if I seen a baby on the side of the street in the dark and it ain't nothing but woods, Behind that shit. I don't know if I'm stopping. I might, but I don't know. I would hope I would stop, but I don't know. Could that just look? Why is that there? What's going on? Come to find out. She had black women coming for black men all over the internet. But as more details of the story came out, man, her story was flakier than a 90-year-old crotch. Y'all remember her claiming that none of the black men around actually came to her defense? Yeah, that one. Now watch this clip. Yeah, talking about I got the brick, you know. And uh, who's trying to help her? That's all who's trying to do. You see what I'm saying? Now these niggas are corroborating the story. I'm saying we're trying to help her. I called the police and stuff like that. 
They pulled them. I talked to them. I know they got the video. So that was bullshit. The police apparently pulled up. Hmm. Now y'all remember this guy who claimed he was there? Oh, nope. His ex-girlfriend outed him. He doesn't even live in the same state. He was just another motherfucker doing it for clicks and views. Oh, so the owner of the establishment also finally spoke out, so he reviewed all the security footage, and there was no video of her getting assaulted in any shape or form. And yet she was able to still raise $40,000 on GoFundMe donations this time around. And now for the obvious question. I'm pretty sure we all see that on top of not filing a police report, it's alleged that she actually got treated for an allergic reaction, guys. Oh, just in case we can't put one-on-one -on -one together, guys, she did this for clout, she did this for views, and she did this for money. And she knew that by stirring the pot between black men and black women, it would do exactly that. I'm fighting for you, Jack. Us at Ghetto News, signing off. Y'all have a good day now. Today on Ghetto News... It's alleged... It's alleged. Now, I will say this. On further review, I still don't know what's up. But to think back and to see the videos that she was showing, it's like, well, for your face to look the way your face was looking after a break, when niggas' faces look like that in boxing rings, with gloves on, they be bleeding. They be cut up. You mean to tell me a nigga hit you in a, upside the head with a brick and made your face look the way your face look? And it ain't no blood? Only thing wet on your face is tears? Some runny mascara? Maybe I shouldn't say this. But fuck it. She's Somalian. You know how they say them African niggas get. Scam Nation one-on-one. Ain't no telling. It just ain't no telling. I'm sure more will be revealed. Next topic. Speaking of women, let me just say a little TMI right quick. I love to eat pussy. I truly enjoy it. I cannot think of a day in the week that my face would not be available for a woman to cop a squat on. I can't think of a day. If I had to guess, it might be Saturday. But not Saturday night. But it might be Saturday. College football's back. I might be busy. When October roll around, when the Lakers are playing, that very well could be a time throughout the week that I say, bitch, you playing. I don't even want you to give me hit while the Lakers playing. So I have a damn sure ain't finna give you no hit. 
while the Lakers playing. But outside of those special and specific occasions, there's always room on my face for her. Now, I was chatting the other day with a with, 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 with a with a friend of mine who happens to be an ex, but she's a friend. We just be talking this and that shit, right? And I'm like, you know what? If we got together, lived together, you moved in with me. I'm paying all the bills. You know I'm gonna need. You know I'm gonna need that, that. That that. You know I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that box. A few times a week. She goes, eh. I'm like, damn, eh. For a few times a week, that's crazy. She goes, I don't really like sex like that. I'm gonna call Cap. But okay, whatever. I said, well, I'm going to need to be able to eat your box whenever I want to. She said, I can deal with that. For sure. But then she asked me, why? And I'm like, well, because I like it. And if I know my bitch like it, why wouldn't I want to do it? And then she replies and says, I'm too greedy for that. So then it made me wonder, huh? What what does an overall relationship gain by partners saying no to sex? What's the gain? What's the value? And you being with someone, you two having a sex life, understanding what one partner likes, what one partner doesn't like, what one partner likes, and what the other partner does not like. You agree on what you don't like, and it's cool. You know what you do like. And it's up in the air, I guess. If I know you like eating pussy, and I and, or if I know that you like getting your pussy eaten, and I love doing it for you, and you know I enjoy getting some head, why would you not want to do it to me? Why would you not want to do that for me? So it makes me wonder. Do you even like the person you with? If you tell them no? What's the harm in being with the shits? If you know I want to get some dome. If you know I'm the type of nigga that's going to need some box at least three times a week. If all I'm asking for, for real, is three times a week, 
out of seven days a week. Excuse me. And somehow or another, we're only doing it once a week. How did we get there? How did you get there? How does our relationship maintain? How does our relationship grow? How does our relationship get better? What is it about our relationship that's satisfying? If we only down to fucking once a week. What is it that you're going through that got you so tired? What is it that you're going through that makes you feel like you just never in the mood? Huh. I'm paying the bills. Or maybe I'm not. Maybe it's 50-50. But before we got together, you paid 100% of your bills. I paid 100% of my bills. We come together, and now it's 50-50. And that's still stressing you? Because let's think about it these days. Hoes these days, sexually liberated, fuck whenever they want to fuck, do whatever they want to do, got all the options in the world in this dating market, and you're alone. You do everything by yourself, but yet and still, you got the juice to get it off when you want to get it off. Now you're in a relationship with somebody you apparently love. Maybe you not quite loved them yet. Maybe y'all only been together for two, three months. But you like a motherfucker. But by the time you get to love, I would imagine, that's by the time this conversation would be even more relevant. Even with love... And even with 50% of your load being taken off, you still only want to have sex with me once a week? When I ask for some head, you just don't want to do it? You just don't like it? Why? What is it? What is it for a woman that's so gross about sucking dick? What are y'all bitches, Jamaican? You know how they say the Jamaican niggas don't be eating no pussy. I don't know. But they say that's what it is. Jamaican nigga ain't eating no pussy. So is that like how women are about giving head? They the female versions of Jamaican niggas? I don't understand it. And it's crazy to think 
you get married, relate y'all niggas get divorced for infidelity. The nigga, he was cheating. And he was fucking. But what he was really trying to do the whole entire time was just get some head. He fucked the bitch because that's just what come with it. But the initial plan was, I like getting my dick sucked. And for whatever reason, my woman just be fronting on giving me head. And I don't understand why. Why she just don't like to do it. Actually, I don't even give a fuck why she don't like to do it. Why won't you just do it for me? She ain't doing it, though. So now it's time for me to go get some head. Somebody going to give me some head. I just want to feel a bitch really make love to the dick. Again, what is the overall gain in a relationship for a woman that ain't giving up, that, that, that's just not trying to be with the shits with her man? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Speaking of, now this is a wild topic right here, guys. Woo. This is a wild topic. Because it was a wild conversation. That literally just happened today. Now, as y'all know from episode five, I can't poke on white wives. I once was a real world active player. In the game. But. Over the past handful of years. I slowly. But surely. Exited my way out the game. But I still got love for the game. I still just like to see. What's going on. You know. Shoot my shots here and there and see what's going on. And a lot of the times, when I shoot a shot and I'll get a response, deep down inside, I know I don't really want to fuck with nobody. I know I don't really feel like coming through smashing on you, bitch. But I'll entertain it. Because I also understand, because I've been in the game for so long, that just how it starts, you can tell kind of early on what this is going to be. If this is really going to happen or if this is if motherfuckers is really just on some bullshit and they just, I don't know, maybe trying to collect picks or whatever the fucking case. Who knows? Who, who fucking knows what's going on? Uh, so that's how it is, you know? Now, this morning, I wake up, checking my socials, checking my emails, this and that shit. Happened to go into my kick. Somebody hits me up. Hey. Me and my wife are coming to Houston and we'd like to get our first BBC experience. 
Hmm. Okay, for sure. Let's see what motherfuckers is talking about. We're talking. Blah, 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 whatever the case may be. Motherfucker asks me, is going without a condom an issue for you? I say I usually play safe. We keep on talking. This and that. And long story short, these motherfuckers got a breeding fantasy. So much so that the motherfucker told me we can sign some paperwork for protection of all of us. Said my wife got off birth control when I got a vasectomy after our second kid. So I asked, hmm, just out of curiosity, because I've never seemed to seriously be proposed with something like this. What would the protection look like on your end? He goes, The paperwork would be for you to waive all rights and we will free you of any financial obligations. I go, hmm, interesting. He says this would be like a a known donor. Now, prior to this, he's asked me, would you want me to tell you if my wife got pregnant? Again, I understand. Motherfuckers is kinky. Motherfuckers is weird. Motherfuckers is nasty. I know it. I'm motherfuckers. It is I. I get it. I would never front on you. Some shit, I wouldn't participate in. Some shit, I think is definitely crazy. But, the overall general mindset, I understand it. I would never front on you. But then I really just got to thinking. This is something I would really like to do because it seems like these motherfuckers really want to get with the shits. And like I said, it's been a while since I came off the bench and got in the game. How long has it been? Maybe four months, four or five months, something like that. Yeah, it's been a while. And you got to understand, again, when I was in the game, this was an every weekend kind of thing. Not this particular situation, but I was in the game every weekend, every other week. If it got to a month, it's like, holy shit. Like, I ain't had no, 
I had no pussy in a minute. Like, what the fuck? I got to start. I got to get out here. I got to find something out. What's going on? My shots ain't going in. Like, what's what's popping? What's popping? But I really got to thinking, damn, how would I really feel at 32? Not 21, not 22, not 23, not even 25 no more. How would I really feel to fuck with a couple, get the wife pregnant, whether I know or don't know, but I guess I would likely, I don't know, well, I, I don't know, I guess I could just say, yeah, I don't even want to know. But even then, to think, a part of me. This woman get pregnant. And now part of me is just with these people that I don't know, don't even live in, in my city. Raising a part of my DNA. My little boy, my little girl, I don't even know what they look like. just some motherfuckers run, running around out here with that's a part of me and I ain't got no attachment to them and I don't know y'all what type of morals y'all are this and that shit they sent me their number I looked up the area code Utah That right there even made me think even more about it. I don't know how them niggas in Utah get down, but I know it'd be hella Mormons out there. I know whatever Bible and religion and shit they read that they say that the black man is cursed and that's the reason why niggas is niggas. Because we, first of all, hold on. Let me just do a quick tangent right quick. Think about how crazy that is. Black people, we curse. So that's why our skin looked the way it looked. But then a nigga look on TikTok and then they show you if the sun had if the sun had eyes, how it see people. You look at white skin, shit beat. It's beat. You see it. From with through 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 UV vision, you see it. Oh no, my God. Oh no, my God. You see it, it's beat. When they put on, when, when a white person put on sunscreen and they show black people too. How do black people look? Like regular black folks still, shining, shit like that. But you know what the sun sees when it sees sunscreen? It sees melanation. It sees niggas. Them white folk putting the white folk putting on goddamn sunscreen, and and they, and they rub it in. The cream is white, rubbing it on their face. What is this shit? Is black. I said cancel them. Sunscreen ain't nothing but blackface. So that just made me think. It, it almost makes you wonder. Like, all right, maybe every religion ain't ain't true. <laughs> You'd like to think. 
was there one heaven or is there mad heavens for different gods? Different religions. Some people say only Christianity is right. Everybody else wrong. Judaism, Muslims, Buddhism, all this and that shit. Everybody else wrong. It's just Christians. We the only ones that's right. I always thought that was cap. I never bought into that. But this just made me think, well, maybe it might be something to that. Because it ain't no way in hell we can be that cursed yet and still for the thing that keeps that keeps this earth running and spinning, which is the sun. We don't need no help in combating it. We on one accord with the shit. Like I said, shit, man, I ain't even that dark skinned. I always thought I was dark skinned until I went to Houston at 19 when I moved down here the first time working outside and really seeing how dark I can get compared to how light I was to the places that wasn't getting no sunlight. And I thought to myself, damn, I'm really a light skinned nigga. I don't like that. <laughs> but still, nigga, I only got sunburned like twice in my life. I digress. So it made me think, damn. Is that something I'd really like to do? At 32? Just giving my seed out like that? And what's crazy is, if I knew a bitch was just, you know, trying to, or if she was on birth control, my little homegirl I was fucking out in L.A., she was on birth control, this and that, nothing that pussy all good, all goddamn day. Want nothing to it. Want nothing, nothing to it. This and that. Might even go crazy if I was to hit her. Even though that's crazy. So I can't even say that because that's crazy. And I, I, I wouldn't do that. But might even go crazy. Fuck around. Nothing in the random heart. Just mad. This and that. It hit different when the conversation was saying or sounding like if this happens, it is what it is. If it don't happen, it is what it is. But we almost lean into to hoping, hey, what if it does? I even asked him. I was, I was like, so hold up. Y'all would want to raise a mixed child, a black baby? How's your friends and family? Oh, we're not worried about that. Hmm. Y'all gonna be abusing my chat? I don't wanna, I ain't gonna put, I don't wanna put that on y'all's jacket. I ain't gonna put that on y'all's jacket. But it make me wonder. Why? Y'all niggas getting to the money like that? Again, I understand being weird. I understand being kinky. I understand fetishes and shit. I get it. I get it. But this is different. Now we're talking about a whole ass just child. The wild part is, if I was in my 20s, I may not even have thought about it like this. It might not have one ear out the other. It is what it is, whatever the case may be, right? But as the, when you get older, man, it's just crazy how, how shit is when you get older. And I'm just like, ugh. 
I don't know. So, yeah, I'm still chatting with him and shit like that. But if I'm being honest, I'm probably going to flake on him. Just for the simple fact that what if? What if? I don't want to just be giving my seed to y'all. And it's crazy because, like I said, I know a bitch on birth control, this and that, wasting it. Wasting it. Dump it clean right off in her. Ain't tripping. This just hits a little different. Said they want that black baby. Even though they ain't say it like that, but they just said, hey. If it happened, we kind of, it don't mean nothing to us. Like, we with it. We ready for it. I'm like, holy shit, y'all. This is crazy. Nigga said, a known donor. We can do the paperwork. Paperwork? Your wife ain't never had no big black cock before? This her first time? Y'all already plotting on chaps? Shh. Y'all might be too much for me. Like them niggas in Atlanta saying, boy, y'all hell. My last topic. My last topic. And I'm going to be getting on up out of here. I was presently surprised. And I mean pleasantly. Did I say presently? I was pleasantly surprised. On Friday, hopped on Netflix. I seen new Top Boy. Ooh, Top Boy. Number one show trending on, on Netflix right now. Fush, holy. Top Boy back. Had no idea. I was hyped for sure. So I get on there. I'm start watching it, this and that shit. Everything all gravy. Then I get to talking about it. I do some research. Nigga, I I came in for the double whammy, my nigga. I had no idea New Top Boy also dropped on Netflix last year in 2022. I don't know how the fuck I missed that. It must have been when I cut off my Netflix subscription. And before my mom let me start using hers. Like I said, man, I ain't even watching Netflix. Like... I'd rather spend my money on the Joe Budden Patreon. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. I, I listen to way more Joe Budden than I do watching Netflix, so fuck that. So maybe that's how I missed it. But I missed season two. I had no idea season two had dropped last year. I'm thinking it's dropping today. Uh, I think it, I'm thinking it just dropped this week. Nah, nigga. Season three dropped this week, so I had a lot of catching up to do, and boy, did I love it. But there was one episode in particular that really made me think, wow, the mentality, the mentality across the pond in London is very, very, very fucking different. So there was one episode where Sully, Sully 
his niece had got into some shit. She apparently ran off on the plug, asked him to bring some shit back from Jamaica or some shit like that. It was going to pay her some money, this and that. And either she convinced her boyfriend to steal it or the boyfriend convinced her to steal it, which is what she said. She said the boyfriend exploited her, manipulated her, this and that shit, blah, 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 right? Who knows what the fuck really happened? Because he was saying a different story. But we shall see. Long story short, she comes to Sully. I need help. I'm in some shit. They're talking all this and that to me, what they're going to do to me when they see me, what they're going to do to my mom, all this and that shit, whatever the case may be, right? So Sully goes up. She finds it. She tells her. She tells him her ex-boyfriend's name. Sully goes sees him. Hey, man. Do you got this? Do you know this person? Nah, I don't know this person, all this and that shit, whatever the case may be, right? Sully just goes, all right, just think about doing it this way, whatever the case may be. Sully leaves, and then the dude ends up going to his crib. I guess Sully followed him there later that night. Goes in there. Sully knocks on the guy's door. Soon as the dude opens the door, Sully just cold cocks him. Bow! Punch him all in his shit. He bleeding. Push him up against the wall. Beating the shit out of him. Where the fuck is the trap house? Where the fuck is the safe house? Where's the food? Where's the food? The dude's other girl up in there. Hey, leave him alone. Tell, Tell that bitch to shut up. That nigga shook. Shelly, shut up. Shut up. Right now. This and that. Whatever. <laughs> he shook. He told Shorty to shut the fuck up. Because he just know. I ain't. I This ain't me. And this nigga. This nigga got the. This nigga got. He got the drop on me. I'm late right now. The dude tells him. It's not at a safe house. It's not at the trap house. It's upstairs. So he goes, what? It's upstairs. Sully grabs the phone from the girl. He goes, take me to it. They walk upstairs, go into the bedroom. And this, this is where the real fucking, this is where I was like, oh, yeah, these niggas is crazy. But this nigga Sully really crazy. Sully tells the dude to grab it. Get the drugs. The dude goes underneath the bed. Again, while Sully is standing there, tells him to go underneath the bed and get the drugs. The guy goes underneath the bed, pulls out his suitcase, shows him everything. We've only sold this and that. I got the money from what we've sold. This should be all of it, this and that. Sully gets the food, leaves. And I thought to myself, wow. The mentality of a home invasion in London is totally fucking different. 
Now, granted, because Sully is Sully, especially looking back, I can assume that Sully had a strap on him. He had the hammer on him. But the reason why he was so brazen, the reason why he was able to just confidently Soon as dude opened up the door, bust him in the shit and this and that, it's because it is safe to assume in London, ain't nobody got no fucking guns in their home. Ain't nobody got guns in the crib. Nigga, in America, you think you just finna roll up in somebody's house? Especially depending on what state you in. You somewhere in the South. You out here in the great state of Texas. And you just think you're going to roll up in somebody's house. Boy, if you're not playing with fire, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Because you have to assume that nine times out of ten, probably ten times out of ten. That it ain't just one. It ain't just two, it's probably three firearms in the house. And you think you just finna go up, beat the shit out of somebody in their house? And not get hit up? Sully came through with no, again, he might, it's Sully. So he might have had the pistol tucked on him. He probably had the pistol tucked on him. But from his assessment of dealing with the guy earlier, he probably felt, I know this nigga ain't about it. I know this nigga ain't really on it like that. Man's walked in there with bare fists and left with what he wanted. He ain't pull out no knife. He ain't have no pipe. He ain't have no bat. Nigga ain't had no baton. Went in there bare fist. Soon as bro opened up the door, punched him in his shit, bleeding all over the fucking place. And left with what he wanted. And that and that that scene really fucking blew my mind. I'm like, holy shit. That right there is a cold cut example of the mentality between America. In Europe, specifically London. Because if a motherfucker was doing that in America, as soon as they come through the door, the guns is already out because we already know what it might be. We already know what it might be. The guns is already out. We ain't got no business doing what the fuck we doing in this motherfucker's house. But, nigga, we own it and we doing it. And no matter what, wrong or right, bitch, I'm still trying to make it home. So if I got to defend myself while you defending yourself in your house, then shit. The, hey, let the let the cookie fall where they may. Let the crumbles, let, let the shit do what it's going to do. That shit was insane to me. 
That shit was truly insane to me. And then it just made me think like, yo, because London, shit ain't sweet out there. So it's like, yo, them niggas really be out there like knifing niggas up, stabbing niggas up. Like, yeah, motherfuckers be having hammers and shit on them, but nigga having a hammer is like, damn, they're probably having $100,000 on you. You just ain't seeing that all the time. Everybody just ain't got 100000 on them. Everybody just ain't got 100000 on them. Shit very well may be like that. In America, though, in Texas, in Virginia, in Georgia, niggas just walk around with the stick. Insane. Now, granted, you can't do that shit in New York. Can't do that shit in California. There's other states that you can't do that shit, but as far as having one in your home, you can do that shit. Over there, you can't even have that bitch in your crib. It's it's a wrap. So yeah, that was a very that was a very eye-opening cultural difference. Societal difference. Um between between over overseas and over here. Uh, and let me just say, Top Boy was amazing. Season two, great. Really kind of, it really kind of really hurt my heart to see how it went. Season three, really kind of, really kind of was pulling on the heartstrings and this and that, just seeing how shit was going and blah, blah, blah. But apparently the season finale was season three, granted. There are five seasons in total of Top Boy. The first, and I, I had to look this shit up because I was telling the homies about it. Like, yo, you got y'all got to peep this shit. I'm like, the first season dropped some years ago, like 2014, 2015, or 2013, some shit like that. I was there wrong. Shit dropped in 2011. First season dropped in 2011. Second season dropped in 2013, and the first two seasons was only four episodes of pop. The shit ain't make a comeback until 2019. That's when the shit finally decided to make a comeback. So that was fucking, that was just fucking insane too. Of like, holy shit, Top Boy is back. That's crazy, my nigga. And uh, and how it ended, it, it ended, it, it ended great. No, nothing, no stones left unturned, no loose, no loose ends. Everything was what it was supposed to be. You know, it was a, it, it was a great show. Great show. But, all right, guys. That has been another episode of Wildin' for Respect. Again, I was a little tired. I cannot sit here and lie to you. But uh, I am happy that I was able to push through and give you guys a relatively short episode even though it is going to be pushing close to 80 minutes. So how short can it really be? You know something I do be thinking about? Shout out to homie Smith. And shout out my nigga. And shout out my nigga Slick Will. He hit me up the other day on Instagram. I was like, yo, you got a whole podcast uh, named after your boy, and I ain't even got no credit. I ain't even got on an episode. I'm like, yo, my nigga, you already know you're more than welcome on the platform. So shout out my nigga Slick Will. That is definitely where I got Wildin' for Respect from. 
because I met my boy in in um in basic training. Remember, I, I, I met fam, I met my fam in BMT, and uh, I remember the first the first time I heard bro say that shit. The first time I heard bro say that shit, I told him right then and there, I'm still in that. <laughs> as soon as I heard my nigga say it, I'm like, I'm still in that. My nigga said, y'all, my nigga was like, y'all are wildin' for respect. <laughs> that shit was too funny. I'm like, oh yeah, nigga, that's mine. I'm still in that off top. So one time for my nigga Slick Will. Uh, some enormous Estevez. But uh, actually, a lot, most may know him by SMS, Uh if, you're, if we're speaking about military circles. Peace to my dog. But uh, one time for the boy, one time for my dog, Smith, too. I was thinking about this shit the other day. Like, my, my, man, every time me and this nigga get off the phone, especially when we, cause we be talking about so much rap shit and music shit and stuff like that. Every time I get off the phone with Bro, I be thinking to myself, like, yo, why the fuck are we not doing a podcast together? Like, me and this nigga need to do, like, an episode a month just on whatever rap shit. But really, it don't need to be a podcast. Truthfully, it needs to be a stream. Because for whatever reason, I feel like people don't, like, it. I, don't, I ain't going to say it's unacceptable because niggas be doing stream, niggas be doing podcasts for three hours. I love listening to Joe Button and them when they be doing three-hour podcasts and shit like that. So it don't mean nothing to me. But, like, sometimes me and this nigga will really be on the phone for, like, three hours or longer. You know what I'm saying? Just on some rap shit, like, just talking about music and shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, this would be great for a stream, for a live stream. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. So, yeah, one day me and this nigga going to have to set that shit up. We're going to have to figure out a live stream one day and, and get that together because we be having some shit. Uh, what do I want to have for song of the week? I don't even know what my song of the week is. Maybe I'll, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do some old school shit. One time for the one time. The picture in my mind is You know what? Actually... Fuck that. Speaking of my nigga Smith, we're going to a top 25. Fuck y'all talking about. Yeah. To hold me make concern. I've been gone, but I ain't went nowhere. Yeah. I guess you won't understand unless you understood. They're both from Virginia. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. Handle dribble, not just riddles. This more instrumental. Crack baby junkies, fresh home bunkies, skipping class flunkies, alleyway funky. Cousins like brothers, aunties like mothers, surviving through struggles, protecting each other. Grandmama raises, gold savers, even at teenagers throwing us cages. Like fuck diplomas, don't resemble owners. Chef crack aromas, then claim corners. Damn shit, wicked. Never play victim. 
decisions, programs, not prisons. Change projected path, vacate the app, elevate the stash, million straight cash. Fuck getting locked, fuck killing cops, no pills popped. Land building blocks is the focus. Hope you notice, know keep sure these open flyers locust. All in motion, like the token player well. If you fail, burn in hell, kiss and tell. Chanel, every bar hell, crack, Philly Bell, no 360 deal, 360 mil, keep it real, let more go, appeal, abandon the field, for niggas squeal, it get ill, life way bigger, I paint pictures, another country whipping, shopping house fixtures, wall art statues, government distract you, mission detach you, feds harass you, strapped like satchels, trying to latch you, homies attack you, stay prayed up. Yeah, stay prayed up. They both uh, from Virginia. <laughs> Sweet and simple. Top 25, my nigga. Ain't nobody telling me nothing. That's the top 25. But anyways, all right, folk. Let's get on up out of this, y'all. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. Niggas is wild.